This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. We started this uh, unbelievable story on abortion that appeared in The Atlantic, uh, an article uh, written by some extremist who uh, apparently hates babies, children, human beings, uh, doesn't have any use for um, ultrasounds, certainly because they can detect heartbeats, which to her are imaginary. And uh, they can tell you that um, that this person in the, in the womb is moving around, and she she says that creates a uh, a false image that uh, depicts stimulus, like they can move around. That's not true. I mean, where where is she getting any any of this stuff? Um, she is opposed to ultrasounds because in a lot of states, including Texas now, if you want an abortion. They have you take an ultrasound so that you can at least, okay, see what you're aborting. All right, here it is. It's not tissue. There it is. How dare they? Are you whispering to me? How? I just said, bastards. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah, look at that. How could you make somebody look at that? How could you do it? Thank you. I mean, they don't have to do anything with it. In fact, I mean, I guess you could close your eyes, but um, they take the ultrasound, and then if you still want the abortion, you get the abortion. The problem is about 90% of women don't get the abortion afterwards. Why would that be? Um, because they realize, oh, my gosh, that is a living person inside of me. <sighs> that isn't a Volkswagen uh, Beetle. It's, it's not a Buick. It's not a lump of broccoli. It is a baby in there. And, and that is actually, when they say uh, unborn babies aren't a lot, or excuse me, ultrasounds are just tools of the patriarchy, that's what they're talking about. They're saying that people mm-hmm. have realized that this thing looks like a baby, and men are using that to take away women's rights. And why? Because would women we... decide when they see it, they decide they don't want abortions. Go ahead, Patrick. And we we do that. Mm-hmm. Why? Why do what we do? We, yeah, why do we? Why would we? Well, what do we have to gain by saying uh, it's a baby? Keep it. Just just taking away their rights. I it? guess I mean, it's that's... just a for fun. Yeah, I've I mean, always. What do we have to... I have, the same, I have the same question. You know, we talked about this a little bit on, on radio today about how well, are these white men or want to uh, right. want well, to take away my rights by my body. Well, it's interesting. You, first of all, you point out white, obviously, just for no reason, pointing out that you think that white people obviously probably are racist, right? You're pointing out their ra- race because right. these people shouldn't have any voice. Well, you know what? Our policy results in 12 million extra African-Americans being alive. What is your policy result in? 14, actually. 14. Sorry, Jeff. Or, sorry, Pat. Yeah. 14 million extra African-Americans being alive. Where do, your policy results in all of them dead. 
So who who's racist here? Yeah. I have no there's no you could say all you want that my policy of uh, not uh, allowing um, uh, not giving special treatment to African-Americans to in- admit them into college is a really racist policy. You might believe that you might claim that. But none of my policies result in 14 African-American uh, 14 million African-Americans dead. It's kind of a cool thing. It's good to be on this side of the argument. <laughs> and more black people would continue to be born in New York City mm-hmm. than are aborted. Mm-hmm. So that would exponentially increase the black population in a place like New York City where it's not the case now. We're killing uh, more than half of them. So, gosh, that doesn't seem like a racist policy to me at all. It seems like we're advocating for more African-American people on this planet, which is interesting to call us racist then. Uh, you know, it'll, it'll result in more blacks, more Hispanics, more Chinese, more uh, white people. There will just be more people. Uh, it's, it's ridiculous mm-hmm. how this whole thing has been spun. And the spin on uh, Planned Parenthood, who is all about abortion. I mean, without abortion, Planned Parenthood would not exist. I, th- I think we all know and understand that. Uh, but they claim to uh, cover prenatal care and take care of all of those issues. So good. Uh, Here's a look at uh, an undercover video that explores that question. Prenatal care. These are the kinds of services that folks depend on Planned Parenthood for. And a president who will fight for prenatal care. Prenatal care. Um, And that that is what we want to focus on. That is what is so vital. That is. That's what is so vital. Thank you for calling Planned Parenthood. Hi, I was hoping to make an appointment for prenatal care. For what type of service? Um, prenatal care, pregnancy care. We don't have prenatal care here. Planned Parenthood offers abortions, so they don't offer prenatal care. Okay, just abortions. Yeah. Unfortunately, no, we wouldn't provide any pre- type of prenatal services here at Planned Parenthood. We're not a prenatal care provider. No Planned Parenthood does prenatal wow. care. We don't offer prenatal care at Planned Parenthood. We specialize in abortions. You know, that's what our ultrasounds are for, to see how far along the um, patient is. Planned Parenthood, we do yeah. birth control, you know, things yeah. like that, termination. We check for STI, but we don't do prenatal. We tell you you're pregnant, and we also let Planned Parenthood to do the abortions. Okay, okay. Okay, so we don't do any prenatal services. No here. prenatal. No, we don't do prenatal services. I mean, it's called Planned Parenthood. I know it's kind of deceiving. Do you have OBGYNs <laughs> here? We do not. No. Oh, you don't. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Which is a deceptive name, right? Right. <laughs> right. Uh, wow. <laughs> it is this deceptive name because they kill all the kids. They don't have any care at all. It is a deceptive uh, name. That's a good observation. It's a really funny one. It's hilarious about how you're killing 300,000 kids a year and, and you say it's about prenatal care and then people parrot that across the country and you're not even doing it and you're taking our tax dollars to make it that funny it's that freaking funny what you're doing i'm so glad she realized the irony there which is it's not about planned parenthood at all it's about killing babies and the whole time they keep saying prenatal care even though they don't offer it at any of their establishments that is hilarious pat Uh, what a great bit of comedy watching (laughs) watching uh those videos uh 
a few <laughs> things come to mind. Doctored, fake, out of context, lies, out of hacked. context. Is that what they said? That was, that's what I say. I mean, that's, what, that's what's coming. Did they, yeah, I mean, that's I, what's I would coming. assume they would. I mean, obviously, they're going to have the complete calls to prove each one of those, um, you know, which is, uh, but it's amazing. I mean, that is an, an incredible sure thing. Because not only is it obvious they don't offer the thing that they keep saying they offer, mm-hmm. but beyond that, they don't even know enough to, to, to lie about it to people when they call. They don't even know enough to say, hey, but oh, yeah, oh, we have some prenatal care, but maybe not in this office. Or we right. have some prenatal care, but I don't know if you might want to go to a different get, to get everything you need. They don't even have a way to mm-hmm. get out of it. They're so blatantly an abortion factory that they don't even know to teach their people to lie to pe- people when they call. I mean, it's, it's absolutely, utterly amazing. Uh, it's just, I mean, <laughs> how did this happen? It was started by a, a racist <sighs> eugenicist mm-hmm. to, for the sole purpose of eliminating blacks. And, and now... Which was, by the way, incredibly successful. They've eliminated 14 million. 14 million. I mean, so her vision total, has really been realized. Yeah. Except I, I don't know that her vision included whites in the beginning. I, I guess she's fine with that, too, because it's also a population control thing. So Margaret Sanger's mm. vision for this uh, evil agency has been realized. However, they've been able to spin it in that they're all about women's health care services. <laughs> We're just... Hey, if you need a mammogram, come here. Even though we don't have mammograms, we don't do them. You want prenatal care? Come here. Even though we don't do prenatal care, we just, but we'll do your abortion. The only reason they have ultrasounds, it was said on that uh, on that on those one of those phone calls, was so that they could find out how far you will, how far along you are to perform the abortion. That's just, I mean, that's phenomenal. How is this place not shut down? At least. At least all federal funding eliminated. I I don't, I really don't understand it. And again, really incredible. If what they did was prenatal care and not abortions, there would be no one in America. Nobody would. Right. That's right. No one cares. There's plenty of places that do all the other things without the abortions. Would you know their names? No, because no one protests them. This is the only they 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 do what thirty percent of the nation's abortions is one freaking place, and we're giving them money. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's insanity. It's insanity. Really is. Uh, da- David Crowder went undercover to... Uh, Stephen Crowder, I believe. Stephen Crowder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it says David Crowder here. That was, didn't sound right. And it isn't right. Stephen Crowder went undercover to uh, to check out what women's rights what were that? in peril at the big march over the weekend. <laughs> and here's what he found out about those rights. As far as policy, what should we all be most concerned about with this march with Donald Trump? And uh, this administration. To you. To you. To me. Like the rights. Specifically to your community or in general? You know, I think personally the the imminent challenges that are kind of uh, like projected or forecasted for the country as an overall like. Oh my gosh. Well, can I? I think that concern for me is just this idea that this administration has a right to tell any of us what we can do with our bodies, right. what we can wear on our bodies, right. what we can uh, <laughs> say about our bodies. Right. <laughs> say about our bodies? Answers to that. 
Okay. And and that is our choice, not theirs, and it's not theirs to tell. Well, we can wear we certainly not fashion advice from Mike Penn. <laughs> <laughs> that's solid. Did a nice dude. job on that. That's, yeah, that's, that's ball. I mean, it's ballsy too. Yeah, to go to the middle of the crowd like that yeah. and, and try to pull that off. Um, I, I will say too, I, you hear this one all the time. Um, uh, uh, you know, uh, I don't want them to do anything with my body. And there's no, no one cares about your body. Mm. No one's trying to, no one's trying to deal with your body. Like, there's no restriction on what you do to your body. The, the restriction is what you do to the other body inside of you. That is a an, an important. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a living thing, and that's what the issue is. Uh, the other part is I've never heard anyone complain about what we can say about our bodies or what we can wear on our bodies. I you, guess there are basic legal oh, restrictions was... about what you can wear. Like, is that what they're, are they complaining of, like they should be able to go topless? The whole complaint of, oh, I will yeah, punish, that's all that's left, right? Probably. I will punish all men by doing the thing they love most, taking our tops off. Oh, ow, ow, oh, ow. Okay. No, you, you all right, go ahead. Good no. protest. Go Try ahead. It. Yeah. Uh, all right. You uh, apparently uncovered another liar. Um, we saw a lot there, and, and there are more okay. uh, lies and liars going on. Yeah. Um, um, do we have uh, the uh, inconvenient uh, sequel trailer that we had yesterday? Okay, that, that is uh, going to need to go with that. So maybe we can pull that up. We'll take a break. Come back. 888 Beck is the phone number. Back in just a moment. All righty. With more. We'll do it in a minute here. That's what we'll do. I think it's a good idea. Yeah. Do we have this? Triple eight seven twenty seven. Back to the phone number. Do we have the. Uh, we got the uh, trailer. This is Al Gore, uh, an inconvenient sequel. Because, you know, we haven't heard enough about uh, from Al Gore in a while. Uh, he's, uh, you know, been, he's been too quiet since mm. this movie. It's like and a wallflower. Yeah. We actually thought, we really thought for a while he was going to run. Because, you know, Hillary would drop out or something and then Al would step in. Had he, had he run, he might have won. I think he probably would. I think, honestly, I mean, anyone who wasn't under federal investigation probably would have won. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of, it was a big, kind of a big yeah. deal for, for poor Hillary. Uh, anyway, here's the uh, Al Gore trailer. Ten years ago... Years ago. When the movie An Inconvenient Truth came out, right. the single most criticized single, scene single in most. that movie was an animated scene showing that the combination of sea level rise and storm sea surge level rise. would put the ocean water into the 9-11 memorial site, which was then right. under construction. This is actually just And crazy. people said, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. What a terrible exaggeration. Sure did. Oh, boy, there it is. Holy cow! He was right! Climate change and our vulnerability to it. Right, right. It was true 10 years ago, it was true five years ago. Oh it is my. undeniable. Undeniable, look at that. Look at it. Oh my god. Well, Andrew Cuomo says it. Well, you know it's undeniable then when Andrew Cuomo says it, because Andrew Cuomo is the arbiter of truth. Yeah. Along with Al Gore. Uh, wow, that's powerful. I, I mean, you saw it right, right then with your own eyes. Um, interesting. Your own eyes. What happened between uh, the first movie coming out and the second one was the entire Obama administration. Yeah. Notice it doesn't come out then. Uh, will there be word one of yes. criticism of Barack Obama in this movie? I, I doubt it. Um, but that claim in particular is so infuriating to me because it's, it's, it's such a blatant lie. Um, and, and Wait, we, he showed it. He showed the proof. He did. He did. He showed the proof. Yep. Stu, I don't know how you're going to 
wiggle out of this lie because he showed it. It's right there before our eyes. So give me an opportunity to try from the wonderful world of Star All right. You're going to make a fool of yourself. <laughs> the sky is falling. You know the chickens that believe that in the story get eaten? Yet the environmental belief of a falling sky due to our SUVs has become sacrosanct in our society. Question it and become the equivalent of a Holocaust denier. The main chicken predicting the falling sky is none other than Al Gore, a man who has been a complete liar every second of his life for at least as long as I've known he's existed. When you lie a lot and get caught a lot, you tend to find justifications for your behavior. And Gore has been doing that quite a lot. Recently, he's come to claim that his scare tactics from his B-level horror film, An Inconvenient Truth, have been vindicated. If he wanted to do a monologue about every time we caught Al Gore lying, this would not be a once-a-week show. It would be multiple, simultaneous, live, 24-7 networks. But this particular lie is so supernaturally disingenuous, the architecture must be highlighted. What Gore has been talking about is Superstorm Sandy, a storm so super it wasn't really a hurricane anymore before it hit the East Coast. The storm caused upwards of 70 billion in damages, not because of its strength, but because of where it hit, New York City. You know, the place that contains the low-lying island where we store most of our tall buildings. Let me paint the horrifying picture for you. In less than an hour, a 13-foot storm surge deluged the city, swallowing everything below Canal Street. The battery was particularly devastated. Docks were destroyed and ships were swept onto streets. Further uptown, a bridge that connected Harlem to Ward's Island was washed away, and somewhere in Chinatown, the East River likely met the Hudson. Oh, actually, sorry, that, that wasn't about Sandy at all. It was a story about the great New York storm of 1821, long before there were SUVs. Gore's reaction to Sandy was less mourning for the victims and more celebrating his own brilliance. Not incidentally, you have to be a special kind of douche to use human tragedy to prove yourself right. And that's why Al Gore is a vaunted member of the Douche Hall of Fame. Douche Hall of Fame. Here's what he said. The single most common criticism from skeptics when the film came out focused on the animation showing ocean water flowing into the World Trade Center memorial site. Skeptics called that demagogic and absurd and irresponsible. It happened last October 29th, years ahead of schedule. Over the past few years, Gore has peppered his mindless followers with version after version of these comments, all with the same story. In an inconvenient truth, I predicted New York City would be underwater. Superstorm Sandy proved me right. And since it happened sooner than I predicted, global warming is even worse than I've been telling you. We are totally screwed. As you might imagine, the kind of person who shows up to see Al Gore speak eats this up without any challenge. Gore knows this, of course, which is the only reason he even attempts it. Because anyone who actually bothered to watch his movie would know he was lying. It's true that Gore predicted the flooding of New York. Here's the clip. This is the World Trade Center memorial site. And after the horrible events of 9-11, we said never again. 
But this is what would happen to Manhattan. They can measure this precisely, just as the scientists could predict precisely how much water would breach the levees in New Orleans. The area where the World Trade Center Memorial is to be located would be underwater. Did I mention that you have to be a special kind of douche to use human tragedy to prove yourself right? And that's why Gore is a vaunted member of the Douche Hall of Fame. Douche Hall of Fame. Gore's tactic of using 9-11 to scare people about the weather is tasteless to an almost inhuman level. But hey, he did predict that New York would flood, right? With a prediction like this, there are three elements we need to focus on. The what, which was the flood in this case. We'll look more at that in a second. Then the when. He admits himself that he was wrong on that. Most importantly, though, is the why. Why did he say New York was going to flood? Amazingly, he tells us the why and proves himself a liar in his own movie. Watch. If Greenland broke up and melted, or if half of Greenland and half of West Antarctica broke up and melted, this is what would happen. So why was New York going to flood? Not because of a storm of any sort, because of a breaking up and melting of all of Greenland and or West Antarctica. Can we get an overhead? Is there any ice left on Greenland or West Antarctica? Weird, it seems like there is. What Gore predicted was a global 20-foot sea level rise caused by global warming-induced complete melting of the Greenland ice shelf. When he said that, even his scary source material, the United Nations IPCC report, was predicting about 11 inches of sea level rise, not 20 feet. At the time, they only had, quote, medium confidence of, quote, partial melting of Greenland over, quote, a period of time ranging from centuries to millennia. And even if all of that happened, it would only be half of what Gore was predicting. When he said he predicted the flood, he's lying about that too. What he predicted was not a temporary flood, but a permanent one. One week after Hurricane Sandy, about 600,000 people in the United States still didn't have power. That surely sucked big time. But in Gore's prediction, 100 million people would be displaced from their homes permanently, never to return. Where do I get that fact? In his movie, more precisely, the exact sentence directly before the clip of the movie he wants people to watch. Think of the impact of a couple hundred thousand refugees when they're displaced by an environmental event. And then imagine the impact of 100 million or more. Think about the balls of this guy for a second. It's not like you'd have to check complicated hurricane studies to prove he is lying. It's not even like you'd have to look in another part of his movie. It's amazing. This guy is directing people to his movie to prove his prediction is correct. When he knows that the previous 70 seconds of footage proves him to be a liar. And he is so sure that his audience is a bunch of blind, mindless followers and will believe anything he says without double-checking that he does it anyway, over and over and over again, speech after speech after speech. And the worst part is he's right. 
they applaud like a bunch of lemmings and go home and feel wonderful about themselves and their wonderful levels of purity and service. So to sadly, sadly, pathetically review, Gore is lying about being right about predicting flooding in New York. The evidence is his own words in his own movie. And did I mention Al Gore is a vaunted member of the Douche Hall of Fame. Ah, oh boy. Welcome, Patent Stu. 888-727-BECK. 888-727-BECK. Feel good about your lies now? About Al Gore? Right. <laughs> Just, I mean, the right. guy proved his point. He showed... No, did you watch what the last segment? He showed, showed the rain coming in. It flooded just like he said. Yep. Just years before he said it was years going ahead to happen. Of schedule. Years ahead of schedule. <laughs> and it's because of our FU... Voice. I, I mean, I. F you, boys. Just F the you fact boys. that he would put that, and that—that's not actually the trailer, right? I know we were showing a clip of the movie. It seems like that's not yeah. actually the trailer, mm-hmm. uh, but like the fact that they would promote that clip, um, that is incredible, and it shows how much confidence he has that the media will not look back at his actual claims. Just, I mean, I mean come I, on, that is incredible. That's the clip. I mean, he of just all keeps clips powering through, moment. right? I mean, like yeah. Pat, he—he he doesn't yes. talk to anyone except for people who are like-minded. That's right. So he just powers through, That's man. Right. Just he keeps d- saying he, the same stuff. He will not do a hostile interview. I mean, right. not, even one not that, hostile even where you're going to scream at him. Even one that may appear to be. Yeah. It just, he wouldn't, like, for instance, he won't go on Fox News no. and debate, you know, Bill O'Reilly or Sean Hannity. He wouldn't, do, he wouldn't dare do that. He wouldn't come on our show. He will go on MSNBC where they'll say, how come people just... Can't get all scared over global warming. (laughs) I know, it's tragic that I can't get them to listen to me. These people are are like the people who still believe the earth is flat. Now that demeans them a little bit, but they're so stupid. They don't know they're being demeaned. I mean, he'll do that, but he will not come on a show that is likely to oppose him on anything. Give him an alternate no. fact. I mean, maybe he'd go on, like, Shep Smith if he was going to go on Fox or something. Somebody who maybe. we think would be Yeah, I don't know if we'd receptive. even do that. I don't he think so not. either. Because, even, but, I mean, even though, like, you go out of your way on some of those shows, some of the radio shows, to say, look, we're going to be straight up. We won't, we'll, no confrontation. And mm-hmm. it's just, there's a possibility of it. He won't do it. Yeah. You know, you don't hear him anywhere. No. Yeah. All right, well, let's do uh, your segment, Jeffy, if we could. Oh, can we do that? Do we have a Jeffy uh, intro? Um, maybe we do the Jeffy intro um, here if you can find it uh, and, really? uh, and jump, hop, hop right into that. Well, yeah, I know you prepared a lot for today. I want to make mm-hmm. sure. Could we, I could probably put yeah, we want to make sure something. that you could find something. As long as they're looking for the open, I mean, I might as well try to find a story. Yeah, you might want to try to find something. Here are some stories that Jeffy found and felt like sharing with us so we don't have to talk anymore. Breaking news. Uh, the Republican state senator, this is kind of, uh, kind of disappointing, actually. Republican state senator uh, resigned from his position 
after he shared a social media post that suggested mm. women oh. who attended the Women's March were too ugly to be sexually assaulted. <laughs> Nebraska <laughs> Senator <laughs> sexually assaulted? Oh, jeez. That's not good. No. Sen- Nebra- well, uh, you can't joke hear what that. he said. I mean, this is What did he say? Nebraska Senator Bill Kittner uh, retweeted a photo from conservative radio host Larry Elder from the Women's March on Saturday. Uh, the photo of three women holding signs alluding to President Donald Trump's comments that he grabbed women by the genitals without their permission uh, was captioned. This is what he tweeted. Now, I, I think I, if you have to dump it, go ahead and dump it. Ladies, I think you're safe. That's it? Because the sign said, not this. Oh, P. oh, okay. Not mine either. <laughs> not my, Ladies, I Wait. think you're now, safe. Larry Elder can get away with that because he's black. But the representative can't get away with retweeting that because, you know. I I mean, he didn't say anything about sexual assault in that. Right. And neither did the All he said was, I think you're safe. And then the guy retweeted without further comment or what? Yeah, that's what it says. That's interesting because, I mean, if the sign said, I will not be sexually assaulted, and it said, ladies, I think you're safe, that's one thing. But she just said, not my... Because people are, the are, are Journal drawing out. Kinder initially told my other hoo-ha. Twitter users that he found the tweet to be funny. Uh, then uh, he's deactivated his Twitter account, and now he's stepping down. And this is the difference between he Trump and all these guys. down from office? Yep. It's incredible. That, this is the difference oh between Trump gosh, and everybody else man. and what people like about Trump. Trump would have just said, you know what? They were ugly. <laughs> right. <laughs> Trump yeah. would have said, he's yeah. right. They're, they're ugly. Yeah. And, and I wouldn't sexually assault them because they're ugly. <laughs> and he wouldn't even have called he wouldn't even have had to call them ugly. He would have just said, uh, Kittner's right. Uh, they had nothing to worry about. Yeah. And move on. I mean, and that is what people like about him. Again, yeah. like it's one yeah, thing yeah. if I, I, there is a line there where obviously the guy should be in a lot of trouble. That's a little tasteless, but the woman, it's not like the woman actually was sexually assaulted right. and you're saying she's not pretty. He didn't say her sign didn't say anything about sexual assault. You're drawing that out of the previous comments from Trump, which he obviously denied, and I'm sure this guy doesn't agree was a sexual assault. We've covered that before, uh, you know, in that, like... Actually, got- you know what? And Kittner didn't even say it. Kittner retweeted. Elder was the one that said, ladies, right. I think you're safe. Uh, I mean, he didn't even quote the tweet. That's agonizing. I mm. mean, I, I'm not saying it's a good idea if you're a state senator to tweet that, but again, we... Why do we fire so many people over tweets? For re- and, plus, it's not even, I mean, it's just saying, hey, I think this is kind of cute, retweet. Yeah, and again, how many times do you see uh, on someone's uh, Twitter bio, it says, uh, retweets do not equal endorsements. Correct. I mean, you know, we've got to relax agonizing. a little bit. All right, uh, good news for, uh, for us and for people who watch Fox News, mm. because we like to be informed and we like to have very smart people uh, informing us. Uh, Marie Harf. Yes. From the State Department. Uh, you remember her from some of the news conferences from the State Department. I do, yes. Uh, she's so great. Uh, she's going to be uh, joining Fox News. Uh, there's Marie. Uh, she's going to be joining Fox News as a contributor. Got to be kidding me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, this is interesting because this happened throughout the Roger Ailes era. Wow. Take the person from the left, throw them on TV. They yeah. hired a lot of people yeah, who were power players on the left. Did. But I think now people are going to call about and say, wait a minute, what's going on? You, now that Roger Ailes mm-hmm. is gone, you're going to be hiring Marie Harf? I know. Uh, you know? <laughs> Come on. Now, I mean, mm-hmm. they've always had left-wing contributors. I mean, he hired some of the furthest left-wing people that you can possibly imagine uh, onto that uh, you know, uh, set. Not a lot of people who were 
Uh, um, I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. Hmm? Was I in the middle of a thought? <laughs> yeah, you were. Oh my God, I'm sorry. You were all waiting to hear. Not a lot of people who uh, were. He was. Uh, Roger Ailes was famous in certain uh-huh. media circles uh-huh. uh, for hiring liberals who were not attractive. Huh. Uh, because Ooh. his idea was, really? I'm not well, saying this is, is not, true. This, this defeats your case. I mean, look at Marie. I mean, she's not, she's Marie not, is actually not a bad looking, I, I don't think she's I, bad looking. Yeah. Um, but That's I mean, I she, uh, but I mean, this is, I don't, th- I don't know that Marie, like, I, I actually think she's kind of good looking, actually. cute look right there. I mean, not, not all the time, but you know, <laughs> but the point is that that was not the, the MO of, uh, of no. Ailes. As reported, I don't mean to put words in his mouth. I'm sure he would <laughs> deny that, but like, there was a reason Hannity and Combs existed. There was a re- the idea was Hannity, this good-looking, clean-cut uh-huh. guy, the uh-huh. conservative versus Combs, who maybe was not quite as attractive. Huh. Strange. That was a theory. Hmm. Uh, there was. Yeah. Think of the liberal, the unattractive female liberal commentators you know, and think about where you've seen them. You've seen them in one place, largely. Mm. Uh, Fox News. Hmm. Okay. Again, that's the theory. I'm not saying there's any truth to that. All right. I mean, and obviously, when you talk about attractive conservatives. It wasn't always the case. He also hired Glenn Beck. Very true. <laughs> that is a good point. <laughs> Thank you. That true. is a good point. What else do we have in Jeffy time? Uh, for sure, uh, I want to talk a little bit about uh, DeVos. Oh, yeah. Uh, our, she uh, tweeted something about being at the inauguration. Yes. Uh, this is for you, Pat Gray, in particular, because most people okay. look at it and go, eh, you know, who cares? But uh, her tweet and she wants to be uh, Secretary of Education. Right, I was just going to say, it. this is the Education Secretary, so you would well, think she'd be careful about she's, uh, it. She's nominated. She hasn't been confirmed Right, but she yet, probably right? will be. So uh, anyway, what's her tweet? Her tweet from the inauguration was graded uh, from people uh, questioning her ability to be uh, Secretary of Education. Mm. Uh, honored to be... Uh, honored to witness the historical... Inaug- yeah. The historical inauguration, inauguration and, and swearing-in swearing in ceremony, ceremony of the 45th president of the United States. the 45th president of the United States. And then okay. it was graded. So it should have been honored to witness the historic inauguration without being capitalized. <laughs> and uh, I guess they're saying the inauguration and swearing-in ceremony is the same. And swearing-in yes. ceremony. Yeah, okay. No, for right. and just cere- inauguration. Um, inauguration of the 45th president of the United States. Plus, yeah, you're saying things that don't need to be said Correct. there. Uh, nice Not job, ideal. Betsy. Not ideal. Oh, that's cute. Nice she was, job. Uh, that's cute. I, I mean, I, for, I've heard really good things about her from some people. I know Jeb Bush loves her, first, first of all. Absolutely. Well, yeah, um, they're both common but, core people. Right. Uh, so some Republicans uh, do like her. Mm-hmm. She says she's not a common core person. She did not perform well in the, no, she in the uh, hearing. It's an impossible situation. Uh, very difficult to pull that off. Uh, but... You know, you know, it's it's tough. You're, you're throwing her in and, the middle and of that. And if you're Betsy, look, I mean, she, her and her hubby are only worth about five billion. So you know, she needs the game. Are they really? Like the, probably the poorest person Trump appointed. What does he do? Uh, <laughs> what does her husband know. do? I don't. Why know do you assume the husband that. was the one that did something? Yeah. Because oh my she's in education, and they don't usually make a lot of money. <laughs> oh, okay, that's a good answer. <laughs> that's a good comeback, <laughs> that's Patsy. That's a great answer, huh? right? Uh, well, I mean, you know, you were just looking at the average salary of someone right. in the education. Exactly right. right. And, and you answered my question. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, uh, so that was a little bit... Uh, yeah, just a cute story for but Pat, I mean, Mr. Uh, Mr. All right, Ward what Smith. else you got? Uh, a couple, couple stories left uh, from today. Uh, one thing is, uh, in Pennsylvania, there's an opportunity for someone... Uh, to really put something together, a uh, Pittsburgh Mills Mall mm-hmm. uh, 
originally, $190 million hmm. uh, has been purchased for $100. A uh, full hundred. A full $100. A whole bill. Uh, it was uh, wow. sent into foreclosure, hmm. put up for auction, eh, 100 bucks. Now, I'm sure there's plenty of taxes. Right, you're, you're and, a lot of probably, uh, God only knows what else you're picking all up. All kinds that of property. stuff picking up with that. But, I Still. mean, I just find it funny that, I mean, this is malls are dying. Is it, you bet they are. Uh, a Pittsburgh Mills. You bet they Pittsburgh are. Mills well, I got ITT Technical Institute still in there. <laughs> no, I don't think there are anything in there anymore. I no, think... I think it is actually about half full still. Oh, still? Yeah, is oh, it's okay. still operating. Now, a lot of these malls are just like, you know, graveyards, basically. Yeah, I mean, no you kidding. go in there, there's there's trees growing, growing through the floor at this yeah. point. Uh, Pittsburgh Mills, it, my understanding was, because I saw the story, oh, I thought, um, I, 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 that they're I, about half open, right. about is half that, filled. Is that, a, a, uh, is that an outlet store? Uh, or a mall, a like Grapevine Mills and right. Katie Mills Mall here in know. Texas. I wonder if it's the same Possible. chain of people. Because um, they usually do pretty well. good. They do, nice mills. they do nice malls. Performing very well Yeah. Uh, here. I don't know. I've never been to what, Katie, Katie Mills. Yeah, it's, a, it's nice. A little uh, bit same. older than Grapevine, but still um, very nice and successful. Uh, all right, you got anything else? One more, you one more that, uh, okay. that's been burning up, uh, burning up the story list for a couple mm-hmm. days. Mm-hmm. Uh, we ran the video here a few months ago before we before the holidays, before the new year, of the man who stole the bucket of gold. Oh right, yes. And remember mm-hmm. the uh, remember the controversy over the guy in the truck, and we saw him go by, and he was casing the truck, yeah, and walking yeah. around, and then he ended up walking, taking it, and walking down the street and getting out of camera sight and everything. Well, he's been arrested. How'd they, they catch him? him? Oh no, they caught him. How'd they catch him? Uh, well, police. Uh, he had his picture uh, <clears throat> on the screen uh, a couple of times, and he mm-hmm. was known. To authorities. Oh, was he's he? been arrested yeah, like seven or eight times. Oh, wow. Uh, he'd been uh, deported three or four times back to his home country of Ecuador three, three or four times. So oh. I think what you're saying here is this was a worthwhile attempt. Yes. Because nor- part of it looked like he's a normal guy walking through the streets of New York City, sees this opportunity, Correct. just goes for it. If you're an already a criminal and could be deported at any minute, you go for the one billion dollars so of gold. Mm-hmm. He was missing. They thought they had him. They found him in Orlando. They kind of tagged him to Orlando. Then they tagged him to uh, Los Angeles, wow. and then they tagged him. Uh, they tried him. He was missing for a while. The authorities in Ecuador arrested him. He, he made, he it, made, all, it, made, it, he made it all the way back. Dollars? And the authorities uh, worked wow. with us to arrest him in Ecuador. Yeah. Did they? Did they get all the gold? And, uh, no. 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 I don't think so. The, uh, any of the gold? Uh, I don't think that. I don't know that the story said what they was it a billion dollars him. worth? I forget. I, I forgot. It was, that it was like one point six billion or something. Wasn't it crazy? No, no, uh, no, 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 no. One point six million. Million. Oh, one point six. Okay, million. that's still a lot of money. That would have been heavy. It's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One point six million's a lot. I think I saw one point six billion. <laughs> You're talking about bringing in. Uh, yeah, you know, the police say they have recovered lift. Some. Of Some. I mean, I. Jeez. You know, obviously, I'm not Some a criminal. Um, mm-hmm. That I that you know of, um, and so I don't have the. Uh, oh, I would have done this in a heartbeat. Right, like I, like uh-huh. Jeffy, for example. Now, Jeffy, oh, you do it, right, Jeffy? You're obviously. You're, no you're going to walk it. down the street and there's a bucket of gold and you're not going to take it. I mean, look, Jeffy's. You're obviously a bad guy. You, you, you know, a lot, a lot, a lot of people. <laughs> no, I'll stop. Uh, <laughs> that was just an excuse to just trash you for five minutes, and there's no need to that. There's no need for that. You're too good. You're too wow, good of a seriously? person. seriously. You're too good of a person. You know? Seriously? No. No, okay. Good. Not seriously, Thank you. No. Uh, all right, real quick, let's take a look at the uh, 24 um, oh, yeah. Legacy trailer. Because this is a new guy 
It's not Jack Bauer anymore. Right. After the Super Bowl, they're playing this thing too. This is their building. Yeah. This is their yeah. big post Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, you are this is the big show. So you got 24 episodes between now and summer. So this is gonna sh should be big. Uh, and here's a look at that series. I'm worried about you. You're barely eating or sleeping. Go, go, go. I think you gotta get past everything that happened to you over there. I'm okay. Are you? There she is. I'm beginning to think this whole thing was gonna happen without you. Don't worry. I know how important this is. It'll help us get into the White House. Come on. I want this to be your moment. You're gonna make a great first lady. Six months ago, mm -hmm. former director of CTU Rebecca Ingram launched an assault on the compound of Ibrahim Ben Kli. I'd like to acknowledge the many dedicated people at CTU and the six army rangers who risked their lives to stop Bin Khalid from carrying out his threat to attack this country. This is for Bin Khalid. Yeah, Eric, Bin Khalid's people found us. What is it? Get to the attic now. Go, go! No matter what you hear, no matter what happens, you stay there. Oh boy. Nicole, we gotta go. Come on, Nicole, we gotta go. We're blown, Rebecca. Big Khalid's people found us. Big Khalid was planning an attack on US soil. Maybe this is a part of that. Mm -hmm. Gonna kill a lot of people. I have to try and stop them. Why does it need to be you? I'm the only one I can trust. The hell are you doing here? I need your help. No one can know where she is. There's a situation at CTU. Whatever's going on over there, it's not your job anymore. I'm the only one who can help. The life he says he wants with me, it'll never be enough for him. Grimes just got on the number 13 bus. Stay on it. I got it. They're here. Then we better hurry. Next year. We're moving in. Actually, a couple weeks. The club resets. Looks like you had a rough morning. 24 I Legacy. Mean, I don't know. I yeah. think it was pretty good. I think I'm in. I think I'm I in think too. I'm in. I, I hope, though. I hope the people at 24 aren't saying that Ben Khalid is Muslim. I hope they're not oh, saying I, that. He, they I hope not. he's from France, or he's French-Canadian, or, you know, maybe he's uh, from New Zealand. I don't know, but he'd best not be a Muslim. And you, one final note before we have to go to break. Mm -hmm. You sexist pick. Who? Betsy DeVos. Yeah. It's her money. No, it isn't. It's her money. She's in education. You, She's in education. Okay, well, that's money. a surprise. What? Did she it's own a series of schools? Uh, well, well, it's kind of her money. Her dad was one of the founders of Amway. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah, they have been a, a, a wow. lot of big conservative donors for a really yeah. long time. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm all, all right. I think I'm in on the 24th thing. I'm, I'm, I'm in too. to give it a shot. Me too. That you looked know? good. I don't that know that I'm going to stick through the entire season. If, if it's mediocre, I might bail. Yeah. But, uh, but that looked really good. Yeah, that looked good. More patents too coming up with another spoon. Yes, really? Episode. What? Oh, I love food. I love food. Yes, I love food. I love food. Yes, I love food. 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 Just chips. Don't get too excited. Just.
Unbelievable, right? We'll have to talk about that another wow. day. Yes. Uh, today, Hi. it is Spoons time. We are making Yay! our way to the wonderful new selection of chips available to you at 7-Eleven. Oh, thank heaven yesterday, for 7-Eleven. Yesterday, we tried prime rib, which I was I gave, what, a 2 or a 4 or something yeah. out of 18. I hated um, them so much, I had to try the whole bag to make sure I hated them. them as much as I thought uh, I, I did. Like, I couldn't eat them that much. Uh, you just did not give them a positive them. review, but then you ate the whole bag. <laughs> I just um, kept eating them. These are, uh, I actually wound up, I think, liking them, kind of. But yeah. this is... Hot Italian sausage. And I will right. say this, Boy, the, the smell, smell, smell is off. Authentic sausage and pepper smell. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so is. let's give them a try here. We got about a minute left. Oh man! I'm gonna tell you. That tastes like that tastes like sausage and peppers. It does. I like this better than the prime rib. Much better. Oh my gosh, yes. I mean it's more ah, those are it good. It tastes more like what it's supposed to be. Yeah, than it's prime got a little rib kick. Uh -huh. It's got the little sausage and pepper kick. Oh yeah. It's good. It's got a I'd call it a significant kick. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. 7-Eleven. Much better. Southland Corporation. Really you good, right man. Much better than the prime rib. I mean, if you like kind of a spicy potato chip, yeah. that's your boy right oh, there. Oh, yeah, that's really good. Hot Italian <laughs> sausage. Right there. That is your boy right there. There's no doubt about mm -hmm. that. Well, I would give these. Yeah, these are at least 11 or 12. I think I'd give, give it like 15. a 15. I'd go 15 on a scale of 1 to 18. Mm, me too. Mm -hmm. These are delicious. Wow. Now, there's no cheese on it. Is that a cheesy flavor? So, anything, you have to have cheese on anything on a chip to get and to I eat am right? disappointed that, uh, that, that you can eat them and they're supposed to be. Oh, I know. Yeah, they're, uh, ve you know, nerdy, vegetarian friendly. Wow. I gotta try it. That's a damn good chip. Try these. Hot Italian sausage. Yeah. Really good. Wow.